Hello and welcome to Ramblings from Nowhere, the biggest podcast in Tennessee, I think. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I think it is. Well, I think the coronavirus has wiped out all the uh, competition. That's right. This is this is all we've got left is Ramblings from Nowhere. Clay. Linda Hamilton just sitting here narrating, <laughs> writing in her journal. It just gets darker and darker. Linda Hamilton and Sarah Connor, she don't mess with that uh, diary shit. She writes in a journal. <laughs> Clay, I survived WrestleMania 36 weekend. I'm not going to talk about it because I did two shows over the weekend about it. I was I, did, I was surprised. I didn't even know but, you were going to do that. I mean, this is your podcast. This but, is your podcast. Anyway, I was surprised. I was like, okay. I didn't really listen to it much because... It's okay. I mean, I wasn't really that interested. I'll just say this uh, again. Uh, thanks to Derek. Derek was actually the one that reached out to me and wanted to know if I would be interested in doing that with him. And I was like, "Yeah, That's we can cool. do that." Um, always a pleasure to get Derek back on the show every now and again. Uh, I will. The only thing I will say, because I'm not going to go into it again, is the two matches: the uh, Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match. Okay, so can you just... I know you've already done it for everyone else on the other podcast. Can you explain to me what a boneyard match is? It's basically... In five words. A high production buried alive match. <laughs> well done. Okay. Uh, it, it's the, right. uh, we said it on the uh, last episode, but it's the uh, best that the Undertaker's looked in uh, at least the last, uh, I, I dare say, ten years. Ten years. Damn. He, it, it, they didn't. Obviously, it wasn't an actual wrestling match, so they played. To, that was in his favor. Uh, and I'm a huge Undertaker fan. Always have been. So uh, it always was painful when we'd watch these WrestleManias to watch him come out and just not be able to perform the way you, if you watch wrestling, remember the Undertaker performing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And AJ Styles was great in the match. He uh, really put him over, and uh, it was. Uh, it, it had the the right amount of camp to it uh, to make it a just a really good match. Uh, lots of laughs and lots of hard hits uh, all around. And then the uh, Firefly Funhouse match almost seems like a John Cena retirement match. The way it played out, it was really cool. Uh, Clay, I suggest if you haven't, to you should check them out. I'd like to hear what you just what you think of them. Uh, <clears throat> But they were good. But I did survive the whole weekend. I did not watch the Raw after Mania because the uh, whole no crowd thing is really strange. I said it on the last episode. It's weird. It, it's God. weird uh, because, you know, these guys and girls have to come out and perform at a high level and still act as if there's a crowd there. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, yeah. you're still playing to that live crowd on TV, on the pay-per-view, which apparently it did huge numbers on pay-per-view, so I don't know. On pay-per-view? Well, For pay -per -view? real? Pay-per-view slash WWE Network, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it was uh, it was way better than I thought it was going to be uh, from top to bottom both days. I told Derek, though, the one thing I hope is that this doesn't make Vince decide that he wants to do a, a two -day an annual two-day WrestleMania. Uh, it, you know, Claire, by the time uh, Sunday night rolled around, she's ready to kill me. Between <laughs> between watching wrestling and then podcasting about wrestling for, you know, uh, basically four days straight. She right. Was, she was, uh, I, you could see that the, the look of disdain I got constantly for that one. So, anyway, uh, 
let's get on to this week. I'm excited to be back with you, Clay. Uh, it's always a pleasure to get together and talk our nonsense that we usually talk about. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's always, it's always great to talk to you too, Jason. Yes. <laughs> so listen, real quick, Clay. Let's get this out front. This could be a weird episode because we have dropped our Skype call how many times now? I we're don't know, we're almost times. in double digits on Skype dropping, so I don't Aren't know. The weather's bad or anything either. No, uh, of course we'll, we'll we will persevere for our fans, all at least two of them, three, and keep on trucking. Uh, Clay, uh, I know you didn't watch WrestleMania, so what have you been up to? Uh, nothing much, man. Um, just laying low. I started working from home on Tuesday, which is boring. Um, you know, I'm getting a lot of work knocked out and then just kind of hanging out in the living room. I'm doing my best not to, like, hop on video games and stuff like that just because, you know, I respect my job and stuff like that. Um, so just sit in the living room with the dogs and just hang out. Fun stuff. Um, still there? Yeah, I'm here. By the way, y'all, we've done this. We've had to redo this three or four times. I guess I don't know if there's issues with my Skype or what, but um, anyways, we've gone over last the same week, thing like four times now. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just like, all right, now I'm reading from paper, and now I'm just ready to get this one out of the way. Uh, last week I was talking about uh, trading card nostalgia and how it's got me on a dark path. Um, the guy never responded back to me, Jason, which sucked. But um, I noticed that somebody bought one of his boxes of the old 92 X-Men cards done by Jim Lee. So I went ahead and said screw it. And uh, the guy's an asshole because he never did once ever respond back to me. But I did purchase the box from him. It came today. And I've opened up all but three packs. Uh, I almost have a complete set done already. There are five hologram gold hologram cards and autograph cards by Jim Lee. There's probably 30 packs in this, Jason. I only have two golden hologram cards. So, uh, what's the... Uh, did you? Whoa, hold up. I just opened up the uh, final three packs. I just got a Wolverine golden <laughs> hologram. So I have three of the five. And this, dude, it's nice. This, it brings me back to being a kid when you find mm -hmm. these things. But, dude, the Jim Lee art on this just makes it worthwhile. So I don't have any kind of buyer's remorse for this. I probably spent about 50 bucks on this, but, hey... Uh, I've got a lot of extras. Uh, actually, I don't have a lot of thirds. I have a lot of just doubles, which yeah. I've put together in order, and I'm going to send them to you so you can have them handy. <laughs> um, but, dude, the just, art. The just art what I needed. <laughs> oh, dude, with the art on these, though, that's the only reason. It, yeah. They're so beautiful. And, yeah. yeah, I was just waiting. I just have I've got the new. They come in old little wax packs, packages mm -hmm. instead of, like, the uh, the foil. Yeah. Um, there are some characters I totally forgot about in the 90s, how crazy X-Men were. Um, on top of that, though, I also got a box of Avengers Kree Scroll War. These came out in 2011, and I was very disappointed in it. It's got a bunch of art, old-school art, but I guess a lot of the cards come together. Uh, every nine cards make a, a page of a comic book, and so do the backsides, mm -hmm. which is okay, but sucks. I don't know. That it only cost me eighteen bucks, so that, I guess that's just money to burn yeah, right there. You're not, but, you're not uh, up that bad, so it could be worse. No. But uh, I still got a couple more packs to open on it. Just very disappointing. But these X Men cards, though, man, oh, can't wait for you to look at them. They're so I good. I think I remember which ones you were talking. You're talking about when I saw the box when you sent that picture. Yeah. Uh, you know, I it kind of brought the memories back for me too. So. I actually probably still have mine up at my 
my little uh, storage place. So, uh, so I yeah, only three golden hologram cards, man. I know that it's different. That was back before the the craze really hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, before they were having all kinds of chase cards or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call them. Um, so that was cool to do. Um, I've been buying a lot of clothes since I've been losing weight. A lot of things don't fit me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm down 13 pounds. I'm going to continue going. I'm about at 210 right now, probably a little lower than that. But that's, I mean, I'm just bored. And I think I'm going to start, like, charting my weeks now, what I'm going to do. I play video games every so often. <laughs> then I'm going to start reading books and stuff like that because I've got – okay, I finally got the, the book for the secret podcast. So I'm going to start reading it, taking notes, whatever, and think of segments we can do with it because – there's some funny stuff we can do with the secretness. <laughs> I'm trying not to spoil anything still. Yeah, I've so. got mine right here in front of me, actually. Um, wow. Well, I need to get on it. 1992 was when this was published. I know. It's crazy. crazy. But uh, I need to, and then after that, start watching movies. I am there. I instead of just really playing video behind, games all the yeah, time. I'm really behind on like movies and stuff. It really irks me, but I don't have time. It's just hard to find time to do all that and take care of babies for me and play video games and blah, blah, blah. And well, I, I've been playing a lot of Battlefield Five with friends, mm-hmm. and I don't mind to do that later on in the night when everybody's on. That's mm-hmm. a good way just to kind of just talk with people, you it's, know, it's and a, just for me, forget about the fact there's all kinds of crazy yeah, shit going on. For me, that that from like 10 to 12 video game time with friends is a great decompression after you know all the terrible news that almost always comes out daily now and blah 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 so I, uh, you know as much as I'd like to watch a movie because you know I could watch a movie in that time too I would rather most of the time half the time I fall asleep anymore though before anybody gets on so you know that's the way it goes but anyway uh, uh, last night um uh Oh, yesterday I also received a huge package of the stuff I wanted to add to my Jeep, which I'm just redoing all the lights on it. I got LEDs now for my tail lights, and they're all blacked out. It has a really cool effect. Then I've got LEDs with the uh, with the halo around the headlight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, I made sure to align those so they're not in anybody's eyes. Uh, did not get my fog lights changed out just because they were out. But I also had to change up the turn signals. My turn signals are very bright. And I put steps on the Jeep finally. So my grandmother, the next time when she gets in, she wouldn't have a hard time. So yeah. we did that last night when you messaged me at the same time. I was like, hey, man, can we record tonight? I was like, that's actually good. Did, so. you, uh, did you get my message? <laughs> yeah, I did. I played it in front of everybody that was there, like, working on it. And they're like, what? And I was like, it's just... That's that was the entire day. It was either one or the other, just like screaming bloody murder all day. Uh, it's just one of those days where nothing got accomplished hardly. And when it comes time, it's just like I can't even. My head's not on straight. Not that it has to be for our podcast. I mean, look what we do every yep. day. But you know what I'm saying? I still like to be, you know, in the mo. You know, in have my head in the right spot. And it just was not there yesterday. The 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 babies were crying and screaming bloody murder and it was rough. Yeah. So uh, I was glad to, uh, even though we've had a bazillion Scott problems, this is the longest we've gone. And now that I've said that, it will probably crap out again. But I think it's something to do with my Xbox. So again, a hard reset uh, probably saved that. But listen, I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to think about a video game, a video game based off of Cannibal Holocaust. 
because uh, it's coming out. Yep, I've got it. I have it queued up here for you. I knew you were going to talk about it. Uh, let me find the right tab. Let's see. Da, da, da. Infamous movie. Or infamous. Infamous movie. Infamous. <laughs> infamous movie Cannibal Holocaust is getting a video game sequel. Huh. You know, people talk about it on Reddit and stuff like that. Like, it's this mythical movie and it's hard to find. I was like, well, I found it a long time no, ago in 2000. No. But I don't know what I did with the copy. I think it's rest in peace. I think. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where it went. But, you know, I remember buying that copy at our local entertainment store. And we was God, when we watched that dude, it was like, yeah. It's the 40th, 40th anniversary of the movie, actually. I did not realize it. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to see if it says it's anything about what it was I mean what the game the game is an interactive horror graphic adventure and is being made in unity with direction from Ruggiero the the Dato I guess the player uh, uh, the player will take control of different characters to reveal little by little the background that led to them led them to a desperate expedition to the virgin jungles of Borneo how how I mean how bad do you think they're going to try to bend the rules on this, though. I mean, it's. I mean, if they're, I mean, they're going to be. If they, I, I don't know. Do they have the balls to go as shocking as the movie was? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's going to be available in November on Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Oh, and select mobile devices. Oh my God! So in other words, it's going to suck ass. So, um. I did finish Resident Evil 3 Remake, which I started on Friday. I actually yeah, finished how it long under was six that? hours. How did your uh, live stream go? I did not get to watch. It went all right. I mean, just three or four people were on there, probably less. And I think they were all just my friends. But, you know, I just played it just for people that were bored, whatever. And I think mm-hmm. I played for two hours and started playing multiplayer. But um, it's an incredible game. It's beautiful. I just like the fact that Jill Valentine's character is more fleshed out, even though down the road she doesn't fare too well in Resident Evil lore. Like, she gets, pretty much her character gets shat upon by Capcom in Resident Evil 5. Mm -hmm. So, it sucks. But uh, hopefully they'll continue just to redo all the games. I mean, right now I'm just looking forward to either Resident Evil Zero, which I never really played it. I mm-hmm. think it's... I don't know if it's on Game Pass right now, but um, I would love a remake of uh, Code Veronica, Veronica. You think which that's is my favorite Resident Evil of all time. Mm-hmm. Favorite, favorite, favorite. Uh, that and four. But these remakes now, uh, I've fallen in love with. Now, they're short, sure, but um, they have replay value. Now you can unlock weapons by doing certain challenges. And then you can go through, you know, with a coin that will slowly regenerate your health or a coin that can up your attack or you can unlock a rocket launcher. Of course, it takes a lot of points, so you have to go back through the game and do the challenges to unlock these things. But you can have a rocket launcher with unlimited ammo. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a lot of good scares, you know, that really got me. I mean, if you were playing with me, I, I think Jesse got to hear a lot of it. I was just freaking <laughs> out. But uh, it was well done. But um, that's the way. If you want to experience Resident Evil, experience the remakes because the controls are perfect now. It's not like driving a tank like it used to. But uh, other than that, though, Jason, everything's good. I've just been just trying to figure out what I want to do next week. So I'm mm-hmm. just trying to see what I'm going to read and then you know what I'm going to watch. Westworld was good. Um, 
Yeah, you I haven't finally figured out who's. Yeah. Oh, you haven't. I haven't okay. We well, do yet. finally figure out who's in whose bodies. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, I was dead wrong, and that's it. So, what about yourself? Uh, let's see. I actually <clears throat> did play some games this week. Um, I'm kind of I'm still lost without Picard. Kind of sad, and of course Westworld. I didn't get to watch it, but uh, still chugging through season three of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, I started to watch the Tiger King finally because you know that's all anybody talks about, and I made it through one episode so far. Uh, it's pretty good. I don't know. I guess I'm hoping. I guess it, I'm assuming it picks up and gets crazier. I mean, don't get, us, don't get me wrong. It's crazy. I mean, you know, but like. The first episode is just an introduction to all the players and stuff, so um, we'll see. Uh, but now on the video game side, I actually played some games, Clay, for once, other than uh, Rocket Ooh. League Rocket League, and A Ticket to Ride. <laughs> uh, I'd been wanting to play uh, Near Automata for a long time, and it finally came to Game Pass. And I sat down last, or not before last, and I played through the opening level. I haven't gone back to it yet, but man, I, I really dig in what I'm playing so far. Um, excited to see where it goes. I mean, I kind of know, but at the same time, I'm hoping I can stick with it and uh, finish the whole thing. Have you checked it out? Yeah, I think I'm about halfway through it. I need to go back and play it. Yeah. Uh, then also started playing Warhammer 40K Inquisitor. Um, I think we're all playing that, not together, but we're playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you? Okay, so this is a multiplayer game that gates the multiplayer behind uh, beating. I guess the first. I don't know the first act or whatever. It's like the first five stages. Yeah, it's really annoys me. I hate it when they gate stuff like this. You know, just let me play the game with my friends. Uh, but it seems pretty cool. I mean, I, I kind of dig in it, but. I, I I still haven't got to play it multiplayer. Um, you and Jesse have unlocked it, haven't you? The multiplayer side of it. I didn't think it was that bad, Jason. I, I know uh, I agree with you though. Yeah. Usually, when you uh, put it behind that wall, but I mean, really, the first five uh, levels were just a tutorial. Yeah, I know it's just it's still frustrating when you want to sit down with your friends and play the game. Oh well, I've got to go through all this other stuff. Yeah. Uh, what character did you go with? Well, the guy that's pretty much like a magician, a magic guy that yeah. throws with his yeah. little staff. I really enjoyed him. I did the death cult chick, um, went, went the blades route, but I may change, yeah. I may change that. Uh, the I did the blades one, but there's one that has a shotgun, and then their alt is a sniper rifle, because I always tend to gravitate towards uh, ranged players on action RPGs. Yeah. But, any, but anyway, uh, it's pretty cool. It looks pretty fun. Uh, hoping to dive back into it. And then lastly, I finally sat down last night and played uh, Call of Duty Warzone, the Battle Royale game. And I wasn't. It's, uh, it's really good. As you know, I have uh, put way too many hours into PUBG and a few other Battle Royales. There's just something about the way that they play. Uh, you know, the 100, in this case, it's 150, I believe. Well, there's two game variants. There's a regular... Battle Royale mode, uh, which is, you know, uh, last man standing, basically, or last team standing. 
150 people are put on an island, and then last man standing wins. Uh, and then there's a plunder mode where you're collecting money, uh, and you first one to like a million, I think it is, wins. So we played it once, too. It's pretty fun. I think Jesse liked it more, but I know he's not a real big Battle Royale side of the game either. Uh, player in general, so uh, that may have been part of it. Uh, the guns feel great. Of course, the graphics are beautiful. It's the first time I've played a Call of Duty game of any kind in a long time. Um, the coolest thing about it, I mean, well, the biggest change in the, in this with a regular Battle Royale is that when you die, normally that's it. You're out of the game. In this one, when you die, you get sent to the gulag, and you get to fight one-on-one with somebody else, and if you win, you get put back in the game yeah uh otherwise uh you you're out of the game but that's pretty cool but your teammates if they collect enough money can actually pay to buy you back into the game but it's not just automatic because they have little certain uh pay points where you can go and pay and have them and have them brought back into the game which is always the setup for people to be camping over those and that kind of thing so but the gulag thing's pretty cool uh it's something different rather than just, you know, uh, I'm dead and I'm done type of deal. So, and inside, while you're in the game, uh, there's actually little uh, side missions and quests and bounties that you can do. So, it, 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 there's a lot going on other than just a Battle Royale game. Uh, it really keeps you from, I'm the type of player in most of these where I'll go and search up my stuff and then I'll just hang back and hide out, you know what I'm saying, and wait till the end, and then do my business, either lose or win, normally lose, but in this one, there's uh, lots of, inve- there's some investigations that you can do, and bounties and stuff, which uh, kind of make you want to do something other than just hide, which I know is one of the problems that you have with these games, you know, hide simulator, yeah, 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 which it is, I mean, it's a big, it's a giant game of hide and seek, so uh, it's pretty cool though, I'm really digging it. Uh, that's it though, Clay. For me too. Uh, it's been kind of a slow week. I mean, WrestleMania, like I said earlier, took up most of my life over the last few days. <laughs> but now that it's over, I'm done. Probably done again for a while at least. And then they'll do something to drag me back in. So uh, that's it for me, Clay. Let's move on this week. Uh, we got a few news stories. I dug through the bottom of the barrel and pulled some out. Uh, first up, we have the PS5 controller, the DualSense, has been revealed. Did you see this? Uh, yeah, I wasn't impressed at all. It looks kind of like a, uh, it looks like it's got spaghetti straps holding the bottom part where it's blue. So it looks like it's like a wrestler. It's kind of weird looking at it. It's, it's different. It's starting to look more like the Xbox controller. Yeah. And my problem with the PlayStation controller, of course, PlayStation fans are going to have the opposite effect of this. They love where the dual sticks are. I can't handle it. Yeah. I can't handle it. It's yeah. uncomfortable. It doesn't feel... It's not... When I'm playing Spider-Man, it's not bad. But, like, if I'm playing a first-person shooter, I don't like the position of those uh, uh, sticks where they're at. Never have. It's just not been a favorite of mine. Although I will say the DualShock 4 is the best feeling... PS controller I've played, so there's that. It's just getting bulkier, beefier. Yeah. It feels like it says um, DualSense will keep much of what gamers love about DualShock 4 intact, while also adding new functionality and refining and and refining the design. 
Touch was a big inspiration when designing the DualSense, and haptic feedback is one of the ways this new controller will help bring PS5 games to life. It says it adds a variety of powerful sensations you'll feel when you play, such as the slow grittiness of driving a car through the mud. Adaptive triggers have also been incorporated in the L2 and R2 buttons, uh, which help you feel the tension of your actions, like when drawing a bow to shoot an arrow. How they, I mean, uh, how's this going to affect the battery? I mean, the PlayStation 4 is known for having shitty battery eventually. It, it, and it sucks because you can't really replace it, right? Well, it says here they also gave thoughtful consideration into how to keep a strong battery life for DualSense and wanted to ensure the way the controller did not get out of hand. So it doesn't really tell you, but they say they've uh, they've had some thought. Well, I'm sure they thought about it. So uh, it does not have the share button on it though, which is good because I hit the flipping share button all the time on my PS4. If they replace it with something called the create button, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's coming. Uh, we, you know, it was going to they're going to start throwing stuff out there for it. I'll be interested to see what the final design of the box itself is. I'm always a big uh, uh, fan of just. You know, the look, how sleek something looks, that kind of thing. Right. So, it'd be interesting. Um, I know if you're a PS5 fan, it's pretty exciting. Uh, you know, PlayStation fan in general. Um, I'll be interested to get my hands on it and just try one, see how it feels. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure yep. it'll end up feeling pretty much like the other one. I, I But I will say before we go, I don't know. I, I just don't like that look too much. Uh, I don't know. There's just something about it. Maybe it'll look better once I see it. Uh, you know, in person. It's like it's going through the Freshman 15. Yeah, it's weird that, you know, the, the touchpad, the touch sensor on the front of it, uh, it's all wadded out and everything. So, I don't know. I did see some pretty funny uh, uh, mock-ups people have done, like of a, uh, a Nintendo Mario controller and all that stuff. It's pretty funny yeah. looking. So, uh, speci- speaking of uh, weird looking stuff and controllers, uh, Google Stadia is now free for anyone, Clay, with a Gmail address. Um, you, 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 you gonna get you, you gonna get on board this? No, hell no. No, not at all. Uh, I just threw it out there. It's uh, free. Let me see. With a Gmail address, the company announced on Wednesday to sweeten the deal. Google is giving new users two months of Stadia Pro, including access to nine games for free. Would you like to know the games? Uh, please go ahead. You get Destiny Two, the collection. Oh. Okay. Grid. Guilt, SteamWorld Dig 2, SteamWorld Quest, uh, Serious Sam Collection, Spitlings, Stacks on Stacks on Stacks, and Thumper. So, there you go. Oh. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, trying to think if there's anything else in here make me want to. Uh, no, I don't see anything. But, I mean, if you want to give that a try, you can now for free on anything pretty much. Only thing I'd be interested in, uh, and I've heard enough about it that it probably is not worth me going through, is like trying it on a bunch of different stuff. Like I've got an old an old PC here at the house that I've had for years and years. And I, you know, just I would, it would be neat to try it out on something like that to see just if it would run at all. It, it's good. which It's supposed to because I mean all you're doing is streaming. You know? So if yeah. you've got a good enough uh, connection you're supposed to be able to, but I don't know. So, but I have no interest in this. I have less interest in this than I do, I don't know, the PlayStation, for sure. 
I've got more interest in the PlayStation. Definitely. Yeah. So. Yeah. So now, moving on from that one, Clay, I found this funny. Was it last week? I was talking. Maybe not. I can't remember. Was it last week when I was talking about the NASCAR? No, it was when Josh was on. I was talking about the NASCAR iRacing stuff that's going on. Yeah, how's that going? Uh, it's going really good, surprisingly, for them. Like, they branched out. I saw, I didn't know they were doing this. Uh, they're doing a World of Outlaws, which is the the uh, dirt track cars and stuff like that. Uh, they do a virtual <laughs> iRacing league of that now as well. Uh, apparently, it's drawing really good numbers. I, I don't know. I think a lot of it has to do with the fans of the sport being able to see their drivers at least do something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but the funny thing is that this last weekend was at Bristol, which is a notoriously tough track in the first place. Uh, and uh, it says, <laughs> I hadn't heard this, but apparently Bubba Wallace rage quit a virtual NASCAR race and then his sponsor dropped him. <laughs> Holy wow. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, wow. It says here, NASCAR driver Bubba Wallace rage quit a virtual race on Sunday, offering a hearty peace out upon his exit from the server. Uh, let's see, and then it says, let's see, I'm trying to figure out where it talks about his sponsor. One of Wallace's sponsors didn't seem to care, though. Notice that, notice the blue EMU overlay on Wallace's screen. It's a company that makes pain relief products, and it told Wallace that it was terminating its sponsorship over Twitter. <laughs> wow. Uh, it says, they, they, uh, okay, so he said, uh, he says, Bahaha, I'm dying at my mentions right now. I ruined so many people's day by quitting a video game. Bahaha, a video game. Damn quarantine life is rough. And then Blue EMU tweeted back to him and said, GT, G, the GTK, where you stand. Bye bye, Bubba. We're interested in drivers, not quitters. <laughs> wow. It's. Wow. So they sponsored his team in actual NASCAR as well, and they dropped him from that too. What? Ouch. Now, it's one thing. I thought maybe they were just kind of joking around. No, it, it's one thing to get dropped from this racing thing, you know? But man, when you lose a sponsor on your actual race car, that hurts because, uh, you know, NASCAR's not what it used to be. And it's hard enough getting sponsors and going out there and getting them, and then. To have one drop you, huh? That's pretty funny. So I just want to bring that up. But uh, yeah, the iRacing thing is like getting some of the best rating. It's doing better ratings than regular NASCAR races we're doing. If that tells you anything. What? Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. But I mean, you know, when you're playing to that video game crowd and blah blah blah. So I, I it's pretty neat. I watched some of it uh, over the weekend. I didn't watch. The, they have a lot, a lot of like qualifying heats and stuff like this to get into the actual race. And I watched some of it, and it's pretty neat. I mean, the game looks, uh, if you didn't know any better, you know, if you just did a quick glance at the game, you'd think it was you were watching an actual race. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool looking. But uh, anyway, uh, next up, Clay, I just want to put this out there for all of our, I always feel like we're, of course, we do play Xbox more than anything, but. I don't ever see a lot of PlayStation like deals for PlayStation Plus and stuff, or if I do, I miss them. But Josh brought this to my attention earlier today. Uh, 
right now on Xbox Game Pass, you can do the ultimate deal through Amazon, and you can buy three months and get three months for free. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh, you get six months for forty four ninety nine, which would normally be eighty nine ninety eight. So I just want to put that out there. Uh, hop on Amazon if you want to get in on this deal before it's gone. I probably will tonight. Anyhow, that's uh, it's not a bad deal at all. I mean, no. you're getting gold and I mean, Game Pass you know, together. The Game Pass stuff, like I said, I you know I'm getting to play uh, near Automata. Uh, I've got Kingdom Hearts 3 downloaded. I still haven't touched it yet. And I uh, downloaded something else off there the other day, and I can't remember what it was. A lot of times I'll just download a game and never play it, but I just keep it on my Xbox. Like, I might play this at some point. Well, I hate myself for buying a Kingdom Hearts collection that we talked about weeks ago, months ago. Right, yeah, it's, on sale. It's, it's on sale this week yeah, for uh, 20 bucks. How much did you? How much was it? Fifty nine ninety nine. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Uh Hey, speaking of which, by the way, while we're talking Microsoft for a second, thank you for put bringing Bing back into my life, by the way. God. You're welcome. Man, I, I feel it's just all I declare. like, what are you looking at? I'm like, I'm binging right now. She's binging, baby. Don't worry about it. I'm over here binging. I have to have my phone out and my laptop and so on and so forth to get my Bing rewards. So I did jump from 7,000 after you told me that. I bumped up over 10,000. In like three days, so it's pretty good. Did you spend? Well, you bought. Well, have you bought any games? Because you know, if you buy forty dollars worth of games as well, I, I didn't do games. I haven't bought any games. You get four thousand points. Well, I bought, but I did buy three movies and get twenty five hundred points. There you go. So, and I probably do that as well. Yeah. But I got six thousand points for doing Resident Evil. But yeah. I was going to buy that anyway, so I was like, well, "This is great." But yes, I'm halfway there to the ninety one thousand points for the hundred dollar gift card, which I'll just apply that again towards the Xbox. Right. So if we get it this year, don't we shall that. see. I think I in one of your news articles. Do you are you are you talking about AMC by chance? Yes, we're going to. Yeah, thank you. Um, I did notice though. You know what? I just completely forgot what I was going to say. So I'm going to move on. Um, oh, I did. I know what it was. I did see where Nintendo has stopped uh, production outside of uh, or on Switch on their Switches. What? I've, I've read news report that Nintendo says more Switches are on the way. Oh, uh, I thought I saw one. Uh, where was it at? Well, let's just look uh, this up real quick. Hold on a minute. I can't spell Nintendo Switch. Because I was looking in, because, I mean, at the end of May is when I'll hit my halfway mark of no smoking for half a year. Nintendo halts Switch shipments after coronavirus hits production. That was one day ago. Huh. Yeah, where did I find that Nintendo Switch is on the way then? Because they were talking about how the market's been flooded with people trying to make money off other people. I, 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 as from what I've I was listening to another podcast or something, anyway, they were talking about the Switch, and I, it's supposed to be like selling like hotcakes. I mean, like crazy right now with everybody being at home. So yep. it's just crazy. They're just making money hand over fist with that thing. I have thought about getting the Switch Lite, by the way. Again, two hundred dollars. That's not bad. So yeah, I mean, there's one here that says Nintendo Switch shortage selling out fast, but more mm-hmm. coming. So I guess maybe they just shut down production. So whatever is being sent is being sent. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, moving on to the movie side of things, just real quick. Uh, we don't have a lot, but there was a couple pretty interesting things come out. You mentioned the AMC thing, which we'll get to in just a second. Um, I did find it interesting that Disney Plus is like bringing it on the movie side. 
they dropped Onward, which just came out uh, last month in theaters, on to Disney Plus over the weekend. Uh, me and my family watched it, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean, if you're a D&D type of fan or anything like that, fantasy, it's a fun little movie. But they're also getting ready to drop more movies. Uh, uh, first one being Artemis Fowl. Uh, I don't see a date on it yet, but it was supposed to be coming to theaters, but instead they've opted to bring it to Disney+. And Bob Iger said there would be more to follow. So it's pretty neat. I don't think we'll see New Mutants on here on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Poor thing. I, I, well, I just don't think that's the kind of movie they want to put on here. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. none, none of the X-Men, the 20th Century Fox X-Men ones are on there, are they? I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I don't think they're yet. I think I think they're all going to be pushed over to Hulu at some point. But uh, anyway, uh, it'll be interesting to see what else they put out there uh, on it. It doesn't give anything, but I think it's kind of neat that they're doing this. Uh, I realize part of it's just because of the times we're in right now, but it was nice. Uh, my daughter, like I said, was pretty excited to get to watch Onward, and I was too. Um, it's a good movie. So that's pretty neat. But now let's get on to the big one, Clay, for the week. Uh, AMC Theaters, uh, bankruptcy appears likely, analysts said. Did you see this coming? Well, I mean, I didn't know that they were already in, yeah. like in deep shit mm-hmm. when it came to the debt they own. I mean, they did buy out Carmike years mm-hmm. ago. I no, no telling what else they bought out. But, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's interesting. I mean, how we've talked about this last week. Like, how bad is the coronavirus going to affect everyday life? It's going to mm-hmm. affect a lot of things going forward. Like, I'm reading about a lot of closed companies that are looking like they'll probably finally get put out to pasture. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like they have a lot of. I mean, Logan's here in Cokeville has been shut down indefinitely. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't know that Logan's were had, was having issues. Well, you know, the, one of the ones they always talk about when it comes to stuff is like, uh, clothing. you said clothing-wise, but it made me think J.C. Penney's is always one that's right there, you know, on the brink of being shut down. And of course, God, but the, somehow they're like Nintendo. They always somehow still survive. But it and the Cookville Mall, I mean, it's like this symbiotic relationship, so... But it's just crazy. I mean, you know, we have an AMC theater in Cookville uh, that we used to work at, technically. I mean, it was Carmack when we were there, and it was a different theater. Now, you worked at the new one, but yeah. I, I did not. I only worked at the old one. Um, but, you know, uh, it's kind of crazy to think that there might not be a theater in Cookville. I know. That's... Ugh. And we still have friends that work there, and I hate to hear that, you know, this they're going to have to go through this. So, um, you know, thoughts and prayers are with them, and hopefully that everything will come out okay in the long run. Hopefully things end up millhouse for them. Well, we shall see. But, you know, I don't know. What else can you say on that one? Uh, it's crazy. Just never – when I saw that, I was just like never even – never thought that that would happen once. You know what I'm saying? Hey, a lot of a lot of these businesses wanting bailouts and whatnot. It just mm-hmm. it amuses me because we're always told that we should cut down on what we spend and save up what three months worth of salary in case yeah. of emergency. In case you know, like this happens. We have been talked down to about this, but then these businesses, big businesses, are like sitting there freaking out. Where's our money? Where's our money? 
you know. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, well, right now there's a shit ton of people unemployed, so yep. let's let's take care of them, please. But um, yeah, it's it's is this going to be the death knell for theaters? But I think I read I that s- Cinemark is okay, yeah. and I've not heard anything about. Um, I, I still uh, don't think it will be. I mean, yes, everybody's hurting. It's like we said uh, when Stephen wrote in the question. Was, was, I can't remember, was it last week? Maybe the week before. But anyway, you know, the question about what would happen. And I think that when these, once we're in the clear and people can get out of the house and go to the theater, they'll go, they'll they'll come back. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, we'll see something unprecedented. Yeah. When this thing, yeah. when people get the green light and, and life can kind of return to some kind of normalcy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can imagine people going out in droves, spending money. And I think a, a lot of I mean, we're going to see a bump here soon. Um, you know, a lot of people are getting the stimulus checks next week, supposedly. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, what I are you going to spend your stimulus check on, Jason? Uh, baby diapers and wipes. Dude, that's great because you get $500 per kid, right? Well, the, these yeah, twins are paying for no, themselves. See, this is the, the – I'm not complaining. I mean, you know, there's I, there's not – I don't want to get political. Um, I'm not going to bring my views into it, but um, – I only get the the way it works is they go by your 2018 taxes unless you filed your 2019 taxes, and it doesn't matter either way because of course 2018 we didn't have the kids, but we didn't have the kids till 2020, so we won't claim them until next year's taxes. Ah. So we only get the claim. We we only get one five hundred dollar check for LK. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Curses. Yeah, I was kind of excited. Curses. And because uh, we, uh, uh, I got my taxes done early for once, and like got them in, and I was like, sweet. And then my account was like, well, but don't forget, it, these kids won't be claimed till twenty twenty. I was like, no, curses. But it's curses. Okay. It's okay. I mean, you know, I. But I honestly, I would. I don't. I ain't even thought about. I would like to buy a TV, but I won't. You know, I'm not going to do anything stupid like that with it. Um. It'll probably go towards. Well, I gotta pay in, so I'll probably be yeah. pretty much will be paying them back. Yeah, uh, about eight hundred bones, and like, then the rest of it is just going in savings. Like so. I said, mine will go to diapers and wipes and stuff like that. So it's all good. Well, I'm just thinking about everybody out there right now that's unemployed and that needs this. I mean, they're gonna they're getting unemployment. Well, at least in state Tennessee, with the help from the the stimulus, they should be getting eight hundred eight hundred uh, a week. To hopefully keep them afloat. So my and my thoughts go out with them. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm rich, bitch. You know, I, I've got this $1,200 <laughs> check. You know, it's going to go to the appropriate things. I mean, I'm just fortunate that I'm still getting to work. Right. And yeah. so I'm, I'm not going to sit here and just wave around like I'm some rich dude. So screw that. Yeah. I, I'm fortunate to be working still, too. So, you know, even though... It's uh, kind of a hassle right now. It's kind of tough getting kids ready to go to school at home and provide them with their... We're providing all the kids who need, who have Internet access but not access to a computer at home with a Chromebook. And it's a lot of work to get that many Chromebooks up and going in that small amount of time that we've had. And so we're just kind of playing by the seat of our pants. But... That's neither here nor there, Clay. Let's talk about something fun for a minute. Um, 
I put a post up last week on the Facebook page, and it was a just one of these fun little ones. It was you can only keep three, and these are movies, okay? Now I'm gonna give you the movies because I know you're not on here, and we haven't talked about it. So I'm gonna give you these movies, and you tell me which three you would keep. And All we'll right. Go down through some comments because there were some pretty good ones down in there. Uh, okay, Goodfellas, Pulp Fiction, Inception, Avengers: Infinity War. The Dark Knight, Empire Strikes Back, Space Jam, Toy Story, and Jurassic Park. Which three would you keep? Is it Infinity War or... Infinity War. Hmm. This is interesting stuff, Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm keeping Pulp Fiction. Yep, me too. That was one of mine. What else? was? Did you say Empire Strikes Back? Yes. Oh, of course, Empire Strikes Back. Yes. We've, we're, we're two for two, as I knew we would be. This next one's where we may, di- may diverge a little bit. Well, I mean, I love Inception, but it's not like mm-hmm. ground-altering stuff. Mm-hmm. And why did, I mean, what, did they say Inception? Why do we have yes. two Christopher Nolan movies? Why don't we just have one? I think that's unfair. Because he's Christopher Nolan. Oh, God, get the hell out of there with that shit. Um, <laughs> listen, I love The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Um... But no, no. Mm-hmm. I gotta go with Avengers, and and the reason why is because I well the thing is I thought it would be um, the most recent Avengers, not Infinity in, War. In game, in game. Mm-hmm. But that feeling when you watch it live yeah. and everybody is quiet and how it affected everyone in that theater, yeah. and the fact that you can watch both of them now and just mm-hmm. gosh, it was well done because. You had uh, the biggest problem with superhero movies in what the early 2000s was there's too many people. Mm-hmm. There's just too many people going on. X Men, you know, got bogged down eventually, whatever, with just way too many mutants. Mm-hmm. Spider Man, way too many villains. How are you going to juggle that? And mm-hmm. that to me was like, how are they going to juggle this? How are they going to juggle 10 years of movie? Yeah, it's going to be Avengers. Yeah. I, I, yeah, all three of those, and I'm good. That's what I went with as well. Um, okay. I think I I really do love The Dark Knight. Uh, it's it's by far my favorite Batman movie of any of the Batman. Well, it and the, yeah, it, it, and, it and the eighty nine Batman. There you go. Walk eighty nine Batman uh, is just uh, just about perfect for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For, it was my first Batman movie. Blah, blah blah. But I mean, Dark Knight's right there with it too. That's it's you, it doesn't get much better than those two. But my taste, comic book wise, growing up and now influences me a lot too. And Avengers, you know, I'm just a Marvel. I've always been a Marvel zombie, so I'm going to lean into those Marvel movies even more. But um, I'm with you. That there's no feeling like the feeling I had when I was watching Infinity War. Or Endgame, you know what I'm saying? Both of them. Like that ending of Infinity War, when the entire theater is just, you know, dead silent, and you're watching people turn to ash, and then it just... It felt like we all lost together. We lost Mm -hmm. this. Everyone lost. We are screwed. And you have to wait a year? Yep. You have to wait a year Mm -hmm. for the finale. God, man, that was just... Good stuff. Uh, Let's... Run down through here real quick. Um, some other, some of the other ones. Uh, I, I knew he would 
be disappointed in me, but Derek, because Derek is a huge uh, Dark Knight fan. Uh, so oh, uh, let's sorry. see. Chad said uh, Pulp Fiction, Toy Story, and Jurassic Park. Gross. Um, Sean went with Goodfellas, Pulp Fiction, and The Dark Knight. Gross. Uh, what was that? My computer just clicked at me for some reason. It might as well just take Goodfellas out and uh, put Martin Scorsese in, because that's all Scorsese knows. <laughs> it's just gangster films. And then Toy Story, get out of here with that. Listen, Toy Story's always going to go... F- they've got to they've got to get away from making you cry in every damn one of their oh, movies. Man, that Screw that. Uh, Ryan went with Infinity War, Dark Knight, and Empire. I, see, I cannot not have Pulp Fiction on there. It was such an integral part of my life. In 1994, I mean, you know that it changed my movie-going taste. You know what I'm saying? It made me seek out movies that I never would have thought about watching. You know what I mean? Before that, mm-hmm. it was just something. It 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 was a game changer. Uh, Glenn says Empire, and he can lose the rest. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's fair. Uh, Robert said Pulp Fiction, then uh, probably Goodfellas. Uh, so he can finally get around to seeing it, and then the rest could go. <laughs> Goodfellas is a good movie. I, I don't think it would be one of my top three in this list. Uh, Steven said Empire, uh, Pulp Fiction, and Infinity War. See, smart man. Uh, Kevin went with Empire, Infinity War, and Jurassic Park. See, I'm not a huge fan of the first Jurassic Park. It's good, don't get me wrong. but um, Man, that book's so good, though. Yeah, the original yeah. book. Yeah. I think that's part of it too. Reading those books, you know, and the Lost World the same way. You remember? The, did you read the Lost World, the the novel? Yeah, baby. Man, it was so much better than the movie. Of course, the ending yep. of that movie is terrible anyway. Uh, Catherine went with Goodfellas, The Dark Knight, and Toy Story. Uh, Ray, Pulp Fiction, Jurassic Park, and Empire. You see, that's what I hate about some of these things, though. These lists, like yeah. you, you've you've got to, you can't put like two of the same from Christopher Nolan, pretty yeah. much. I mean, you you can't do that. You got to take one. You're, you know, well, you put something else. Listen, that, I saw that I, a video game one that was similar to that. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, you can't do that. Like you want like your heavy hitters right. from your first party studio. So you know, for Microsoft, for instance, you would want to do Halo. Then you'd probably want to do the best well known Sony Force. You know, no, <laughs> shut up. Uh, Nintendo, of course, you would probably want to pick one. So you have to be like, come down to Mario or Zelda. And then, of course, then you have what the you, other. Hey, like, just real quick, yes. I don't want to diverge too much, but just real quick, which one would you take? Would you take a? I'll give you whichever any Mario game or Zelda game. Would you? Okay, wait. Let me just boil it down to this: Mario or Zelda. Which one's at the top of your list? And I'm not saying one's worse than the other, just your personal preference, which is at the top of your list. There's something about going back and playing Mario. Yes. I get more replay value out of Mario than I do Zelda games. You know what I'm saying? But now I feel like I'm cheating on Super Metroid because, I mean, Metroid Prime, those games are yep. so damn good. Yep. And that's a testament to Nintendo and what they've built. So. Yep, that's true. Uh, closing out this real quick uh, Matthew said Infinity War The Dark Knight and Empire and then Adam said Jurassic Park Empire and Dark Knight so I think it's just about a, almost a consensus uh, that um, Empire is the number one keeper you know what I mean of course uh, I don't see how you cannot it's the perfect Star Wars movie for me yeah. um, the rest of it I mean We've set our piece. That was a fun little one. I just wanted to bring that up real quick, Clay, uh, mainly because we don't have anything else to talk about because nothing's going on. <laughs> uh, 
we might try to do something different, but I doubt it. I kind of dig just kind of riffing off each other and doing what we're doing now. Um, I don't know, Clay. You got anything else you want to bring up? I, I don't, man. Everything is all good. I don't really have anything else I, though, to, I, to talk about. I, well, that, and I'm skittish to keep continue going much further because Skype's held out this long, and after all the trouble we had on the front end, it's going to take me forever today to edit this thing together. So, it's yeah. gonna, it's going to be. I looked at our calls. It was like a two minute, fifty second, two minute, and then a ten minute, and then another fifty second. Yeah, I think it was started. my Xbox. So it was my Xbox. So. so Clay, that leads us into emails. All right, great. All right, are you ready for some emails? I am. We have two this week. The first one coming from Glenn. He says, again, am I late? Glenn, no, you're not because we never know when we're going to record anymore. Uh, Glenn says, Clay, you know what you, you, you know what you have done. Yeah, sorry. Clay, you know what you have done. This is about Ocha, isn't it? <laughs> now the internet has been a buzz over the Tiger King. Personally, the concept of this show is offensive, and the idea that these people are making money from the show has all but driven me to cancel my Netflix subscription. Wow. That's pretty... Uh, I thought it was going to be about Ocha. I thought I upset him about... He's pretty upset about that, too. Uh, Still, I watch shows I would be embarrassed to tell others about. Is there a show or movie that you guys like or watch that you are embarrassed about? Have you got one? I've got plenty, Clay, but I can't think of them right off the top of my head. I mean, I watch all kinds of terrible movies. The thing about Tiger King, though, is is that uh, I didn't know anybody was really making money off of it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really surprised by that because they're all terrible people. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about the three main, well, excuse me, four main focused people the in there, they're even uh, what's his name, Joe uh, Exotic. They're all just shitty people. Yeah, terrible. But they do a great job setting it up where you're biased against one person, and then you're switched. Over. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. It's it's a cluster. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, but again, it's just a show of just terrible people. I mean, what about the Tigers? You know, I like how pretty much how it ends. Jason is it ends, and then it's like, oh yeah, and all these Tigers died. I'm like, oh cool, thanks, thanks for that. Terrible. Uh, probably one of my guiltiest was reality TV in the 2000s, like Flavor of Love. You remember, you remember when we uh, Joe Schmo? Was it? Did you buy the uh, box set? Season? So we could, yeah. Yes, <laughs> season one, <laughs> baby. Oh. <laughs> reality good. TV. Now I detest it. Now, but you know, I can't sit on my high horse. I mean, the Flavor of Love and Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. That it was so over the top cheesy. Um, it was must watch TV back in the day, man. But yeah, th- those are my. I'm trying to think of some movies. Um, because I've watched a lot of bad movies and I've liked a lot of bad movies, but I can't think of any right off the top of my head. Joe Schmo was the one that came to my mind too. Um. But I was trying to think if there's a movie that stuck out that we had watched or something or that we liked that um, just wasn't liked that much. But I can't think of anything right now on the, off the top of my head. I can't either. Movie ones, um, I can't. Because, like, you know, I've always been a sucker for uh, terrible grindhouse movies and, uh, you know, B-movies and that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, I can talk about movies that we've watched that were B-movies that were terrible. I mean, any Uwe Boll movie. Remember when we watched uh, House of the Dead? Gosh, man. Garbage. Just absolute garbage. So, I don't know. There's plenty out there, Glenn. I will try to think of one and get back 
come back next week with one, but I really can't think of anything other than Joe Schmo because I can't believe <laughs> we got so into that. <laughs> and how excited were we when you brought that in? You know, <laughs> oh man, it was such a good TV show. I think our life stopped. We will watch it after wrestling, wasn't yeah. we? I think our life stopped for like that whole week, you know, because that was right in the middle of being over on tenth. Yep, and going out, you know, partying all night and blah blah and all that stuff, and then we stopped dead in our tracks and like everyone's like, where are you guys at? We're, like, We're watching Joe Smo. Remember that time you and Randall went on a diet? It's like, Clay, you could eat whatever else you want that weren't. I was like, hell yeah, yeah I'm making that pasta yeah. in there. And I just immediately started making it. it I, so remember, funny. I remember we went on that, uh, <laughs> we're digressing, but we went on that uh, Atkins diet and we got to our first, we made it a week and did great. And then we had our first cheat like Sunday. And the first thing Randall did was go get a giant microwavable bowl and he put two packs of ramen noodles in it. And then a whole thing. <laughs> now listen, and then a whole thing of instant rice. Mixed <laughs> it all together. He just walked around the house with this giant bowl, and I was like, "Oh gosh, it was terrible." Man, it was bless. rough times. Randall. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, next up, we have one from uh, Josh. It's uh, lost opportunity is the subject. Uh, bad news for the podcast. I had a sponsorship for the podcast lined up with Ocha, but after Clay's de- derogatory comments regarding this fantastic establishment. Wait a oh, he okay. misspelled garbage, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> the spicy chicken with rice and a side of egg rolls or wontons is one of the best meals in Cookville. Easy. Also, there's no way Clay could take out 30 second graders. They are feisty and don't play by the rules. Plus, it wouldn't be one at a time. It would be a mob. World Wait War a minute. Z. He's, he's talking, he's war, act- and he says World War Z style. Okay. All right. Well, listen, I'm not going to play honest either. <laughs> I'm be ruthless. I'll be gouging people in the eye, throwing sand. You don't think I'm not going to hit a little dude in the nuts like hard <laughs> as I can? Dude, he'll be down. They can try to hit me. I'm going to sit there and grunt and paint. But I'm laying people out, son. Yeah. 30 kids. You rip the tether ball tether ball pole off and just go town, you know. It just Dude, yeah, I'm grabbing weapons. I'm jumping off <laughs> shit. These kids, I'm gonna jump off the monkey bar and take out like at least ten of them. Oh goodness! He closes out with, uh, anyways. What is your favorite cut of steak, and how do you like it cooked? Rare to well done. <laughs> just so random anymore. I, I guess like a fillet. I mean, a fillet's fine with me. I mean, medium rare. Mm-hmm. I will take a New York strip. I was going to say that's yeah. probably second. Yeah. Medium rare. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can't get much better than that. Nope. So that's it for emails. Thank you for the great emails. I love the randomness, Josh. Uh, keep them coming, please. Uh, as always, you can send them to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. And Clay, that leads us to our final segment, Geek History. <laughs> Great moments in geek history. <laughs> you need to just record that so I don't have to do it every damn time. I, I'm still working on getting my soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is for April 10th, and I pulled this one for us, Clay. It says, on this day in geek history in 1953... Warner Brothers released the first widely distributed American 3D film entitled House of Wax, starring the great Vincent Vincent Price and Frank Lovejoy. 
The film will go on to lead the 3D craze of the 1950s. While the film had a budget of just $1 million, it grossed nearly $24 million. Wow. I don't think I have ever watched uh, the original House of Wax. I watched that terrible one when we worked at the theater with Paris Hilton. Remember that? Uh, I think Alicia Cutbert was in it as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, Man, I always wish I could do a Vincent Price impersonation because yeah. what, what a funny voice. Yeah. Man, his, it, it, let me tell you, if you want to go back and watch some good classic horror flicks, go pick up some Vincent Price stuff. Some of that and some of the stuff he did with Hammer Films and stuff. Oh, man. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Clay, real quick before we get out of here, I have one more thing to bring up. Um, I told you before we went on the air, uh, about a year ago, I had kickstarted a board game called Last One Standing. And when they shipped it out, they accidentally forgot to include a card in the game, and they gave us the opportunity to uh, send in our info, and they would send us the card, which, you know, that's a good deal, you know? Right. And so I had actually forgotten about it. I sent my stuff in and never heard from them, and I... And I I know how it is. It takes a while for some of this stuff. So, you know, I just put it in the back of my mind. But anyway, the other day I got a package on my front porch, and it was a, I can't remember, it was something board game or something. I was like, I have not bought any board games. I haven't kickstarted anything that I can think of. Did I forget that I had kickstarted something? So I opened it up, and I have, uh, and they had sent me two copies I don't know why they sent me two copies, but I have two copies of the second edition of the board game because they were unable to fulfill my card request. They, For some reason, they just weren't able to get it out. So instead of not sending us a card, they sent us the board game. And they, right. sent, they sent me two for some reason, which leads me to my next point. We have decided that we are going to give away one of these copies that I have in my possession because I do not need three copies of one board game really don't need but I don't need more than one but one's the first edition that's missing the card so it's useless but anyway we're going to give away a copy of the board game itself I will put more info out me and Claire are going to get together and talk about the best way to go about giving giving away the game we don't know how we're going to do it yet quite but anyway, we just wanted to share that with you guys and let you know um, that that's going to be taking place uh, soon. I will post some pictures of it on the page. And Clay, as soon as we can figure out a good giveaway, we'll run with it. Yeah, dude, we're going to do like a, a small quiz of five questions about uh, video games me and you play together. Like, for instance, on Mario uh, Double Dash, <laughs> Mario Kart Double Dash, who drove... And who's the attacker? So, that's just one question that we're going to come up with. We'll yeah, come, we'll have to come up with four other questions. But be on the lookout for that. I'm pretty excited. Uh, anytime we can get a chance to interact with you guys uh, like that, we're, we're going to take it. Um, who knows? Maybe down the road we can do some more cool stuff like this. Uh, Clay, have you got anything else that you would like to add before we get out of here? I don't. We're good. All right. We have survived this podcast, which has been stop and go all night. And as always, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there. And please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. 
You can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram it's RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send in those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Clay, where can everybody find you at on the social media? At uh, Sweet JJ, the number one in the letter S. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter at Jason76Z. And Clay, with that, we are out. Seriously, I'm, I'm going to mess up 30 kids. Like crouching tiger, hidden dragon style, whatever, jumping off walls and shit, power bombing kids. And the thing is, I'm gonna tomb, I'm gonna tombstone pile drive them. You think I give two shit? I'm I'm here to injure them. I'm here to survive thirty kids, probably more than that. Josh over here, Josh probably get his ass kicked by one little kid, like two foot tall. Josh like, oh, 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 o